This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And gentlemen, the show is about to start in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Good evening, welcome to another edition of that Sunday night calling. Uh, Joined by our regular um, panel hosts, Rich Bates, um, Stephen, and Dan. Uh, good evening, Stephen. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, Mickey. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad at all, mate. Um, getting there. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's a better better feeling this weekend than last weekend. Um, you've, um, but it is you've still had, there. Uh, you've had quite the busy weekend this weekend. Do you want to tell the listeners what you was up to yesterday? No, it was quite good, mate. I was just dossing and yeah, chilling. No, I mean, no, they know. No, they know. They know what I was doing. I was um, yesterday. I was Santa Claus for my boys' school, so I don't care. Um, it was good. Anyone that wants to see photographic evidence of that, drop me a message at the end of the show, and I can uh, send that over to you. Don't worry, or just wait till the Christmas special when I'll actually dress up <laughs> as Santa. So you, you don't. It, it's no thing. Or go on my TikTok account. Go on um, the podcast TikTok account, and you'll see the video I posted there for um, the sweet shop. I am dressed up as Santa. Make sure you give it a like and a share. Um, but yeah, it's all there. So um, yeah, Daniel, how you doing, fella? Good evening, mate. I'm very well. I have to say it was a very swazzy introduction there. Nice new video. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? It's it's getting there. The only the only thing is is that we um we 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 are missing um we are missing someone tonight. Um and I don't know uh where he's gone or, or what it is, but I suppose we can get away with playing this video. As in which one of you knows this uh, missing podcaster the best. So yeah, maybe we should put a bounty on him. Do you know what I mean? So much, you know, find Omar. Maybe that's a competition for future, future days. So um, yeah, uh, good evening, everyone. Everyone in the chat, we will pop that through. Um, uh, a couple of places where we we'll start, I suppose. Let's start on you, Daniel. 
yesterday's result, one all. Um, realistically, the penalty what shouldn't have been a penalty, to be honest. Um, yeah. I suppose in real time, probably was. But if we had um, done, yeah, thank you. Just gone up. There is decorations coming, but yeah, the Christmas tree was put up today. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, firstly, obviously the penalty, we've seen it back now. I was, I couldn't really tell from where I was whether it was a penalty or not. The biggest kind of thing for me, I've seen you laughing at the comment. Do you want to put it out quickly? That's outrageous. <laughs> oh, God, I love our fans. Right, I'll, I'll try and resume some kind of normality now, although this is turning into the new normal for this show. Um, That's it, yeah, yeah. But, um, no, th- the thing was for me, I couldn't see it at the time, but the the thing that irked me was that Clark shouldn't have been on the pitch. About 10 minutes earlier, he should have been sent off for pulling back. I think it might have been Norton Cuffey as he, as he brought the ball out of defence and he just pulled him back. Um, all we ask for is a bit of consistency and instead what we get is a booking from one of our players protesting for the referee not doing his job properly, which was frustrating to say the least. Um, other than that, I thought kind of first 20 minutes was a really shit game yesterday. You could see Clark was going to be their main outlet throughout the game. Um, I thought we was a bit better kind of second bit of the first half and then second half, obviously we knew they were going to come, come out all guns blazing and other than that one bit of, um, you know, the referee being incompetent, which is just a weekly thing in the championship now, it wasn't a bad performance. There were shades of Rowett about it, but Edwards isn't going to be able to completely change the wheel immediately. This is Rowett's group of players. He needs to find a way where he can get his style of play across to him and also a style of play that's familiar to the players. But considering the week we just had in terms of losing 3-0 and 3-1, there was positives that you can actually build on from yesterday's game which weren't there for the previous two games don't know what you think on that Stephen uh I have a slightly different opinion on the game overall uh I thought first half was probably one of the most boring halves of football not not an awful lot happened for the first 20 30 minutes really good goal by Nisbet I thought um we'll probably come on to him a little bit later but Took it really, really well. Uh, great cross from Norton Cuffey, something that we've been missing, um, that end product. I think that was his first That's his first assist for us, by the yeah. way, as well. Yeah, it was. I actually saw that off of an Arsenal Twitter account. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to claim that, sorry. But... <laughs> yeah, no, I saw that as well. So good for good, good for, for Norton Cuffey. I thought he had a good game. Obviously, he was voted man of the match, which is, again, something I'm going to come on to a little bit later, the, uh, the changing of what's happened at the den. Um However, I thought we come out in the second half and I thought we looked quite strong. We we had a couple of chances. Not nothing too much to shout about. However, the fact that we changed to the Gary Rowett style of playing, um, the sit back and defend, we allowed them to come back into the game. I know you you, you know you're not always gonna have, you know, all of the ball and dominate the game, but because we changed, we allowed them really to get back in the game and ultimately it, it led to the penalty. I, I agree. If you slow it down and look at the replay, Leonard wins the ball. However, in real time, 
you know, you can't really argue necessarily it looked like a penalty, really, if you, you know, no, no complaints necessarily real time. Um, it's just the other things. Jack Clark should have, shouldn't have been on the pitch, the handball in the build-up. Um, that comment there, I, I think we got it right from a defensive point of view for the majority of the game. However, it did stifle our attack. And it was only that when Sunderland scored, we let the reins off and we had some we had some more chances. So um, good to stop the rot of, of defeats at home. Uh, positives to take. However, I don't think we should see Joe Edwards go down the Gary Rowett style of football too often because it just allows players, it just allows teams and oppositions um, back into the game. Without that, I don't think Sunderland Sunderland have a sniff at goal, really. Bart had nothing to do. No, and am, am I maybe being critical and saying he possibly could have done better for the penalty because it does go straight underneath him? I think, Yeah, mate, I, I've never been a goalkeeper, so maybe it's hard for me to comment. I think Bart himself will probably be disappointed he didn't save it, to be honest. I think as a goalkeeper, when you go the right way for a penalty, you, you probably expect to save it. Absolutely. Um, I, I think... He'll be disappointed with that. You can always tell as well because the reaction of the crowd, when the guy hit, I think it was Clark, hit the penalty, they kind of, the cheer started to go up because Bart obviously went the right way and it was the sort of groans of, um, groans of the, the fact that it hit the back of the net. Bart's been yeah. superb over the last couple of games, so I'm not going to berate him too much, but he probably no. should have done better. I think uh, this I also... is kind of how I, sorry, I just think this, this comment kind of sums up what I waffled on about for a minute in terms of how I, how I thought the game went, to be honest. I think Frankie, personally, for me, has kind of summed it up perfectly. I thought second half of the first, uh, the second part of the first half, we showed what we really wanted to do. And yeah, I think the reaction to them scoring um, was actually quite good. We actually, actually seemed to bring us out a little bit. And usually where it'd be us running down the clock after conceding um, to go um, and equalise it, it actually brought us back to, you know, brought our performance up levels up a little bit. Oh, it, it did. It did. We we the, the last what fifteen minutes of the game, it, it, we had you know a couple of big chances that on another day perhaps Longman's shot goes in rather than comes back out and um, offside, etc. I think I think Kevin Nisbet taking Kevin Nisbet off for me, I thought he looked quite good. I thought his link up play was very good. Um, his hold up play probably could have been a little bit better, but it it did improve in the second half and. We almost went back to the the classic um, Tom Bradshaw chasing down lost causes rather than actually try to play a little bit of football. But I, do you I think don't that's, that's minute management for Nisbet because he has been struggling fitness wise, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that were complaining of why he was taken off on social media after the game. I, I didn't necessarily go down the route of why he was taken off because Edward said in the week. He, he, he almost gave the game away and said he's close to starting, but we're managing it. And, and uh, you know, we've got Tom Bradshaw who presses for us. He was always going to start that game yesterday after scoring at Ipswich. You can't, you know, Bradshaw yeah. hasn't scored for a while. Nisbet, Nisbet got the goal, so he was always going to play. I think um, on performances, it was merit, merited as well. I think Bradshaw yes. hasn't, you know, he hasn't scored. And I think Nisbet, when he has played, has, has, has looked OK. I'm, I, th- I was quite glad to see him start. And... I had a chat with a couple of people who I sit with and we was all of the opinion that if you give the ball in the box to um to Nisbet, he's gonna cause damage. The only problem is the way we play, we um we ask our strikers to do a lot more than just inside the box. 
Yeah, uh, it, it, and that's the thing, isn't it? You know, I, I was a little bit critical of, of Edwards, and it's the only time I've the only time I've really had something negative to say about him as an individual when he made the quote and said about Tom Bradshaw being difficult to drop because of his work rate and how hard he you know runs and puts in a shift. And whilst that's true, I, and I'm not disrespecting Tom Bradshaw's work rate and commitment, he's he's you know that's his game. But we want our strikers to score goals. I thought Nisbet's finish against Ipswich was pretty good, considering all things considering. Yeah. His finish on on uh, the game yesterday very good. Um, uh, it's a shame that we we had to take him off. Um, but as I say, I think it's going to be. I think it was a case of, of managing his minutes, yeah. and we're going to be going into a period now. We've got this week games, off. Yeah, pretty much. A game every three four days from yeah. next saturday pretty much until that um fa cup third round which we we will touch on that later on there isn't really too much to say because it's not a great draw um i know mickey's going through the comments and some of them have been up already um but i'm just going to pop one up quickly from the lion blue good evening to you um was it the game yesterday and went walk about sale i unfortunately couldn't find us um there wasn't that many of us there actually yesterday. To be fair, I, I don't know um, how many of us. All were of you there. were there. All of us there. I got that wrong there. My well, Ben wasn't mm. obviously. Um, but for me, you and Ben. I was there. Oh, you were there. Yeah. Okay. There's more of us there. We don't all sit together, unfortunately. <laughs> were you so there? You know, I was there. Really? Yeah, I got photographic evidence of me. No, being no, there. no, no. I just no. I thought you were watching it on. I think it was at Ipswich. Ipswich, wasn't it? Ipswich. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we're what we are. Working on, I'll, I'll let Mickey take it away as the admin. Man. No, 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 go on. Okay. Go on. Um, um, just one thing there was a comment that come up earlier which said, I sound like Mr. Buy for you, Mr. Buy for now, which is great you picked that up because we are going to be talking about that in a little bit, um, further along, and hence why the over the top introduction at the beginning, um, was uh, I'm, I'm being you know, I'm just thought, fuck it, I can't get the manager's job, we might as well have a go at another job and see if I uh, see if we can line that one up instead. There you go. Um, nice. Morning, Dan. You tell the audience, Dan. Go Sorry. on, my son. Let's hang on, hang on. You, you, oh, you need. Going. We need. We need you there, don't we? Go right. on. Um, there so we go. after the next home game, Huddersfield Town on on the sixteenth, we are planning. Bloody hell, you've really put me in, on the spot here, haven't you, chaps? Um, we are planning to do something. We are all going to go to Ari's bar after the game for a drink. If anyone wants to come and say. Um, hello and enjoy a little Christmas drink with us. Then obviously we'd, we'd love to see as many of you as possible. Um, Stephen might have his shorts on. You never know. I know it's obviously mid of December, but he wants to keep everyone happy. Um, and we will, we will all be there. Even Ben's coming down from the north to come and see us. Oh, so I don't we'll... want to keep the people happy. I'm not wearing shorts. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. <laughs> um, and I know we we did speak about possibly trying to get a live show in. We are still working on it. It's not quite going to be possible just due to timings for. Um, we just want to show what would be good, and ideally, if we can either a player or something there so that there, there's something there to you know if we're going to do a charity night we want someone there to help out and at the moment it's just two weeks to try and work it around um and also we want a venue where it is just us there because i think if we were to say you know it's it's whatever price you know five pound ten pound whatever it is to come for charity because everything is going to go to charity what you don't want is suddenly if you're in a pub and all of a sudden people walk in but you know, we 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 are working on it, and we will make sure that it's um, it will be a good night. So yeah, but yeah, if you yeah. like Dan said, if you want to come and find us and um and have a beer of us, 
we will be in Aries Bar after the game um, on the Huddersfield game. Most of us will be, well, me, you, Dan and Ben, definitely there. Um, I think it was the it was a game where all of us were going. Yeah, and we now I think that a couple of them aren't. Um, I think Chris is having to leave the country um, for work. Sounds ominous. I was about to say, yeah, that sounds very <laughs> yeah, suspicious. All of a sudden, <laughs> for work, and um, and I don't think Joe can be there. And um, and I think um, Omar's got his Christmas party. So he's, um, he's umming and ahhing about it because who wants yeah. to go to a work Christmas do on a Saturday? Um, I'll come back. There was a comment there on. I'm sorry, Mickey. I feel like that's quite an interesting. No, no, no. Listen, listen. I've got. Listen. I will take the comments off. Okay. You, you will do whatever you want with the comments. We're okay. we're training Dan now. Dan is Dan is becoming I'm a host. I'm a host, I'm a host in training. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, you're in hosting. Saw, on the I job saw, training. I saw this one, and obviously it's got my name in, so I'm quite happy to pick this up. Am I worried? A bit more worried than I was last time. I, I will be honest with you. Um, my biggest fear out of the bottom four teams was QPR getting a few results together. And that's what they've done. Because um, they have good players. It was just a case of getting them playing away and actual football team players and not the way Gareth Ainsworth gets these teams to play football. So I'm a little bit worried about them. I'm not really too worried about the rest of them still. And I think one team to watch out for second half of the season that I just personally think is going to sink like a stone is going to be Preston because they weren't great when we played against them. They weren't great against QPR. I'd, whenever I've watched Preston, I've never been like amazed by them. And I know football isn't played completely off stats, but if you actually look at statistically how they're doing, they've actually conceded in the last 12 games. They've scored the third least amount of goals and conceded the second most. And... Yeah, I just think they're going to slide off. So at this moment in time, no, I'm not worried. Maybe ask me this question in two months when the January transfer window's been and gone and we're another eight games down the line and you, you might get an, another slightly different answer. But at the moment, I'm I'm a little bit more worried, but not too worried. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to... I'm going to interject there. I am starting to get a little bit concerned, um, personally. on the Only on the basis that the home form whilst we all think at some point it's going to turn around and we are going to start winning some games at home i'm concerned that if we continue on the run that we are and the away fixtures coming up are pretty tough next to uh, pretty pretty brutal yeah. and then we've got we've not... got stoke that could be a, that could be a quite a big game actually we've got stoke and Huddersfield back to back haven't we and QPR, three, well, three M2, of them in a M2 row. back to back, and then yeah, that's that could be quite a. And then Norwich, who aren't exactly flying at the moment. No, so it, I'm just. There a little, are, I'm a little there bit are some winnable games coming up. But they, you've got to go and win them, though. That's the problem. Isn't that, it? That's and the problem, uh, isn't it? I, I would, I would be a little bit surprised, if, to be honest, if Stoke, the way they're going, don't change their manager before that game. And that's it, isn't it? It's you don't know what the other teams are actually going to be doing. I, I just think I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying we are definitely in a relegation battle because we're not. But I was saying on on uh, the game yesterday with a couple of fellas that sit around me that if if the t if you're not going to make changes and get some of the youngsters in, perhaps Adam Malachi is one that I've been mentioning quite a lot, and you're not doing it now when you've We've got a buffer. Banging the drum for him. You've got a buffer at the minute, but 
if you go into those games and you're only one point ahead, two points ahead, he's already under pressure as it is anyway, as a young player coming into the team. It's not the time to be experimenting. So, yeah, not it's not panic stations, but I am a little bit concerned that the away form could drastically fall off a cliff because we could quite easily, if you include Ipswich, have three away defeats in a row. And and that that then that then is a is a big problem. But you know, I could be sitting here in a couple of weeks' time, and we could have won both of those away games. So yeah. who knows? But um, uh, the next two worried. games concern me, especially Cardiff. Now, well, I mean, Leicester was going to be a tough game. Cardiff's going to be even tougher now. If you look um, at this comment from MFC eighteen eighty five, no Savile, no Denore in midfield. Probably Sorry, no who? Uh, no Savile. Yeah, and who was the other player? What did you say? You're getting used. You, you're trying to bring in that fucking pizza song, isn't you? He was Spanish, mate. I thought he was Spanish. Um, no, no Denor and no Savile. So that almost means you'd say by default that Campbell and Mitchell will probably be the two that play in front of the defence unless A, he changes formation or B, think... he maybe moves Honeyman <clears throat> maybe into the, middle of the, into the middle of the park. Do you think that may, he might bring in a couple of youth on that game, the fact that Cooper's out. I don't know who he would bring. I mean, the main centre-half for the youth team last season was Okola. Um, is it Okoli? I think it's Okoli off the top of my head. I can't remember. He's, it's uh, Bromley. It's yeah, Bromley. the lad who's on loan at Bromley. Yeah, and he's there till January. I mean, maybe in January he'll come back. I think he might get a look in in January. I'd also personally wouldn't be surprised to see Joe Wright get recalled from his loan at Salford because I think he's only played in the Pizza Cup there. Um, so that's pizza a concern. Cup. Yeah, he isn't really playing. Um, there's an, here's another possible option, Mitchell and Leonard. But would you drop Leonard or would you move Leonard after? Because other than the penalty, I thought he had a great game yesterday. It, he got absolutely battered from pillar to post, but I thought I just thought he had a brilliant game yesterday and on the whole kept him uh kept clark their best player very very quiet for most of the game 100 percent. and uh, right I, i've been slaughtered on social media over the years for saying that ryan leonard was a, was a good player and he's someone that we needed to get in our team and there's a lot of people at the moment that are saying and i'm not the only one there are other people that have said this but there's a lot of people now that are realizing just how good leonard is when leonard's fit the problem is he's actually keeping him fit so that's a yeah that's obviously problem number one the second thing, I actually would move Leonard into the midfield with okay. Solid alongside Billy Mitchell. And, and the, the reason mm, would you just really, just on that, would it be would it be Norton Cuffey that you'd play at right back, or would you Danny McNamara was on the no, bench? Would I, you bring him in for right I would back. Put Danny McNamara in at right okay. back. I think, I think that's, would that's stay, a very valid point. Cuffey would stay where he was. He's a good <laughs> guy. Well, he was very good. You'd... And with with the midfielders available, Mick, I know what you're going to say, but next week we've got... No, no, I am going to say it. You can try and cut me off to say it. You switched <laughs> up at the beginning of the show. Go on, Mickey, so, you um, say it, and then Stephen so, comes in after. So, wow, he's playing this host, isn't he? Hang on, oh, no. fucking hell. We, 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 we need to move him out there, don't we? There we go. Um, um, Stephen, this weekend, you have mm-hmm. basically... Um, been drinking in the haters' arms, and um, and I think one of your comments were, uh, I now understand why all those people have been saying Billy Mitchell is shit all season and last because of um, 
his backward passing or his yeah his thing on Saturday. I stand. But by now you want to play him. No, now I, you want to play him in midfield against Cardiff. Yeah, because the options available, the actual midfielders we've got are Alan Campbell, Billy Mitchell, and Ryan Leonard, who's been playing at right back. I haven't seen nothing from Alan Campbell. I mean, it is going to be Campbell and Mitchell. I think we all know that. But if it was me, it would be Leonard and Mitchell because I think I think that's they're the best that we've got available. Fuck it. Why don't you just put Savile in midfield? Because he can't he's play suspended. Man. Is he? What's not Savile? Fucking Savile. Fleming, I mean. <laughs> Uh, that, would, well, that, that would scare me personally. Here's, here's another comment I'm going to flash up on screen because we saw this man get minutes in that position in pre season. Mm. That's a, a good point, Dan. Minute. You're good at this, isn't you? You're a good host. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, well, is, I, is this a viable it, It's an option, but if we've not seen SA get any game time in any circumstances, what makes what I don't know. I I just think next week is going to be a real patched up team. There, there was a really interesting comment. If one, of, I'll try and find it. If one of you can about if Hutchinson doesn't play next week, which there's I who think he will. Who is the captain? Cooper's not available. Hutchinson Savile would have is been the next best pick for me, and he he's yes. suspended. Maybe maybe Bart. Maybe Bartman. Maybe. maybe I mean I'm not a fan. I'll tell you, I'll tell you who I, I would. I, I we've had a conversation about him in the past, and I held a reservation because he's new to the club. But I was very impressed by him yesterday to the point where I just think fuck it. I think he's captain material. I'll put Wes Wes Arden. Oh Wes Arden, yeah, maybe. I I'm not a massive fan of having a striker as a captain. I'm not saying it doesn't work. It's just a personal thing. I don't really like it. I prefer it to be defensive midfielder or a defender. Maybe a yeah. keeper. I think Ryan Leonard. Hard. If, what about, maybe yeah, I, yeah, don't think, I don't think he's loud enough on the pitch. Maybe Honeyman, if Honeyman plays in front of the midfield, because he has captain experience from being captain at Hull and Sunderland. Mm. I, I don't know. I, next week's team is going to be very gonna be interesting, interesting. Because as it stands, we know that there's no <laughs> Denor, no Savile and no Cooper. Now, if there's any knocks or anything that comes up, because that happens... Like we, as Mill will do, they don't sell it. They don't tell us anything, and then all of a sudden, at the weekend, someone's out for three months. So we can all expect that. It's going to be a brute. Go on, go on, bring that back. Sorry. No, no, I was only going to say eighteen twenty-four. It don't look like Sano's got her at the moment, mate. But come Friday show, it will look like Sano's got her because my missus is only only put a tree up so far and a tree there and a tree there. So yeah, it's, we're getting a couple um, of comments on um on who oh. we would possibly play. We'll come on to a game. Fleming might be something that we come on to tonight. If not, we've probably got another another bit of stuff to discuss in a possible midweek show. Um, if we can get the numbers for it, of course, that is always the problem. Absolutely. But we will do our best. So, but there's... Get the num- yeah, there. sorry. Not the... Yeah, when you say get the numbers, you mean get the numbers with us guys, uh, not yeah. with viewers. Not you yeah. guys. We're never doubting your support. It's us guys having yeah. a lack of space uh, in our diaries. I think... Personally, um, next week is going to be the most, probably the most, if you're going, I I take my hat off to you because I think next week could be a real, real difficult, uh, difficult watch. Uh, you you never know, how, you know, maybe away from home against a side that's not Ipswich, we might might be able to get out of them a little bit. But with, with so many key players missing, 
the only thing the only good thing about that for me is that we're going to have potentially a fully fresh and fit sav for leicester and and also uh, a four goals rather than five (laughs) but other than that i i'm i'm yeah it's another it's another game for next next week that i'm concerned about I i think for me if if it's not gonna i think he will I mean, Hutchinson's audition, though, didn't exactly go well against Ipswich, did it? No, but it also, let's face it, it's Ipswich. You know, it's literally every player, you know, after the game would have come off with no credit. So No, that is true. I, I'm, I mean, we had a big, me, me and Ben and Omer had a big discussion about Hutchinson, whether we think... Um, whether we think he's up to it. And I, I I just think he might be coming towards the Alex Pierce stage. And that's nothing against Hutchinson because I think he's better than what Pierce was when he was at the club and when he was in this stage. And Hutch has been a brilliant player for us. But one, he's injury prone. And two, I think the squad's better from when Pierce was at the club to the point where now that that's no disrespect to Hutchinson, but we're just a, le- a bit a level higher, I want to say. I can't agree with that personally, okay. but I, I I I berated Omar at Ipswich away about the show because I listened to it to, on the way to the game. Oh, that went well, and... didn't it? Won't be doing that again. <laughs> and I, I just, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not convinced that Hutchinson's finished. However, after in a, in a patched up side, him coming back in, it's not going to do him any favors. But again, you've got to play someone, haven't you? Mike put a post on a little while ago. Um, in fact, 20 minutes ago, fuck me. Which some of the, if you don't see your post come up or it flicks, don't worry, I will be coming back to him because we highlight him. Um, what do you boys make on Mike's comment that when the subs come on, it seemed to make us weaker? I mean, I don't understand why he was taking off, um, why he took off, um, who did he take off? Nesbitt, didn't he? He took Nesbitt off. I think that was do you more think he's management. Possibly. I- Injured or or he's not. Over I think he's nur- he's nursing him back because he had a big injury last season. He's already had an injury this season. I think he's just nursing him back. We've, as Stephen said, we have a lot of games mm. coming up, haven't we? I think he, I think he's just nursing him back. I'm just getting my phone up to see the substitutions the subs, he made yesterday. The subs the subs were the subs were we brought on Longman and Nisbet for no, Longman and Bradshaw for Honeyman and Nisbet. Sorry, yeah. And then later on, brought Watmore on for Fleming. I don't necessarily agree that the subs made us weaker. The subs killed our momentum because we wasn't able to play the same way. Can I just go? I'm I'm just want to jump in quickly. I just want to say I I actually respect Edwards for showing us a set of bollocks there. Really, I don't think under Rowett Fleming would have been hooked, no matter how bad game he was having. Because yesterday he had one of his worst games. I thought for us. I don't think Rowett would have had the bollocks to really hook Fleming, to be honest. So I, I salute the fact Edwards did have the bollocks to do it. And I also think on that, it's interesting. He took him off at Ipswich. Admittedly, they all could have gone off at Ipswich. He took him off um, at, against Coventry. Admittedly, we were 2-0 down at the time. And he's taken him off yesterday when we're trying to find a winner. That's the key thing. It's easy to take him off when you're not winning the game and you've probably got no chance of doing it. But when you need a goal... And it's Fleming that's that's being that's being taken off. I, I think that's a very interesting. I think that's a very interesting point. I, I and mean, I agree. I, I don't think Fle- I've, I've said this. And I, Mike, who sits in front of me, obviously I see him pretty much every home game. Will will know. I, I was banging on about this. I am losing patience with Zian Fleming. I mean, Duncan Watmore is chomping at the bit. 
Yeah, 100% with that. I mean, that Andrew makes a heated topic on our show last week, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, Andrew makes a thing there. Was it a case that in the second half, we just wasted a number of chances? Bradshaw had three chances, Fleming in the box, losing the ball, which I think if he'd have just passed that through, we could have possibly scored there. He just decided to be a bit selfish and hang on to the ball a bit too long. Even with their goal, um, we should have comfortably won that. Realistically, we we realistically we should have we should have been two 0 up before that penalty, shouldn't we? Or three? It, it, we should we wasted an opportunity to win the game because we decided to go and play a little bit defensively and a little bit negatively. And I'm Do not you think that's saying a fitness thing or is that a mentality thing? A bit of both, I think, that because there's no way there's no way that the players decide that all eleven of them are not fit enough, so they're going to sit back on. Uh, 20 yards deeper than where they started the second half. Good evening, so Chats. Good evening, Chris. Uh, good evening, Chris. It, it potentially is a fitness thing. However, I accept that there are occasions where, and Edwards will learn from this, that you can't just go gung-ho in this division. You are going to have to soak up a little bit of pressure because there are some good teams. I, I just felt we took our foot off the gas when we were ahead of the game. And it allowed Sunderland to get back into it. But I do agree that Tom Bradshaw, the one-on-one, I I know you can never, you'll never ever know. But if Kevin Nisbet goes through on that one-on-one, he lifts it over the goalkeeper. It might get cleared off the line, it or, or whatever. But he doesn't smash. He it doesn't straight smack at the goalkeeper. Him. Yeah, you you would have had a perfect view of that as well, Stephen, wouldn't you? Because you yeah. was you sit sure. right behind that. I know. And also, sure. and also the fact that. The goalkeeper was pretty much on the floor as Bradshaw went to hit it. You, you must. I, I'm not. I've never been a footballer, really. You know, that's not. I don't know for sure. But if you're a striker, he play. He goes away with an international side. He's played a lot of football. If you see the goalkeeper go down, you don't just smash it straight at him. Well, I, I, I wouldn't. So I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure. And again, it's a bit of Tom Bradshaw bashing. Um, sorry, Ben. Good evening, but I just. <laughs> I, 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 we did miss chances, but I think we handed the initiative back to Sunderland personally. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think we let them get back into it. They were doing what they needed to do. So yeah, SA and Mac we played together on a regular basis. No, they don't. They were for the youth team. I think that's yeah, that I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We just haven't seen them. Um, can we move it on a little bit now, gents? We've spoke obviously a bit about it. I'm just gonna. Well, I've got wow. a question here before we do. Go for it. And then we'll... Um, he's dishing out the rules here, Mick. I know, I know. I'm, I'm I letting need, him I'm, get away with it now. I need to try and find the comment as well. Um, say what you need, and then I'll, I'm trying to find the comment now. That's an interesting comment, if true. The ref yesterday has given Sunderland a penalty in four consecutive games now. Odds of that happening are less than 0.5%. Clearly, I'm not going to say that. That's your words. I'm fully aware I'm a sad fucker for doing that maths. Uh, there, was talk, <clears throat> there was talk that wasn't there. that they, I, I thought it was three consecutive games. It, yesterday may have been the fourth. It's a little bit... Funny. I don't know. I don't know. It's a little bit... There's something in it, perhaps... But at the same time, let's be honest, the actual decision, until you slow it down, you can yeah, understand yeah, yeah. what you if, if that was at the other end, you'd want that penalty. 
you'd 100% mm. won that penalty. So, 100%. 100%. That's a, that's a good, I wonder if, do you think the referee maybe caved in the fact he had the Sunderland fans in front of him? Do you think if that was maybe. the end of the pitch, that wouldn't have got given? Possibly. I think Perhaps. he's obviously going to be influenced. But even when we, I mean, I watched a video what someone posted yesterday, I think the club or whatever, and it looked as if Leonard didn't touch the ball. It looked at first look as if um, that Jack Clark just tapped it forward, just played it forward and sort of played it quick so that he saw Leonard coming in and it was going to, and it wasn't until I think it's Muzzy Goat from TikTok posted a super slow version of it. And then you could actually see um, that actually Leonard did get the ball, but he just followed through. And I suppose in the letter of the law, following through and taking the player out, because um, he only just touched it, I suppose, is a penalty. But anyway, look, we move on from that. We, we've talked about it there. This is more of a general question from Alex S before, um, and it's a good topic to move on to because I, I, I think we can get people into the chat and everything else with it. We seem to have too many 20-minute players and not enough 90-minute players at the moment. Uh, Alex, if you can, you can comment on this as well. Who would you class as 20-minute players and who would you class in the current team as players good enough to play 90 minutes? Gents, which one do you want to come in? I, I'm, I don't know, to be honest with you. I think Duncan Watmore obviously doesn't have 90 minutes in the tank. That That's quite an obvious one. I don't think Ryan Longman particularly has 90 minutes in the tank. Would you want to see Ryan Longman on the pitch for 90 minutes? Uh, no, I wouldn't. But he's definitely one that I don't think can do it over an over a ninety minute period. Um, it's really difficult. It's, uh, I think the the fitness is obviously an issue. We all we all know that. Um, but I, I I don't know specific play apart from I say Watmore and, and Longman that that can't do it for more than for more than twenty minutes. I just think that we're we're starting at the moment in most games as the the unfitter side if that's the the best way of putting it Dan? yeah sorry i was just looking at something there um yeah I... concentrate you're fucking sorry. hosting <laughs> Come on. Do you know um, what I mean? yeah slacking already there we go um yeah i just what what more good we've got too many injury prone players i just think the fact that these in the we speak about having injury prone players. We speak about, you know, what a squad we have. Then they all seem to go off injured. This is probably why we have a lot of the players that we seem to have because they're available for cheaper. Like why is Joe Bryan available on a free transfer? A player that was a few years ago, one of the left, one of the best left backs in this league because he had his injury problems, struggled to get a game where he's been. So we've got too many players that like that. That is a big point, and we've always done that, haven't we? We've always had to sacrifice on fitness to have the quality. I think Mason Bennett is a real prime example. Of oh, Mason Bennett was a good footballer. Nah, nah. It's just, it's just you, you literally just like flicked him, and that did he ever? Did he, have, did he ever game. complete a full ninety minutes for us? I think he did, he did one. Done. He did one that he was always taken off, or he always something always happened, but. Leonard's the same. Leonard is very, very good, but can't string more than maybe eight or nine games before he's out for for a couple of months. 
Joe Bryan, again, a really prime example. Sarkic looks to be that way. I know he's been back on the he's, bench. He's back but... on the bench, and obviously Bart's been playing well, so there's no reason to change that. But you no, can't that imagine just... that the club's just... spending 1.25 million. I would, I would just like to just say for you, uh, good evening, Kelly. Um, Kelly, I'd love to get you on a Who Are You? Um, if you want to do the Who Are You? and take the 20 questions about your time following Millwall. Um, I think... Um, You've been following me all a while with some of the ups and downs, and and obviously with the with um, the boxing side and stuff, it'll be good to uh, have some stories and stuff there, mate. So yeah, if you're interested, drop us an email um, or drop us a DM on on Twitter. Um, I think you'd be a good guest to have on. So um, yeah, and if there is anyone else who wants to do the who are you before Bobby jumps in, I know Bobby, um, just get in touch, mate, and give us a date that you want to do it, and we will do it. Um, but anyone else, if you want to come on and do the 20 questions, we are in the process of setting up Series 2 as we speak. Um, and we are looking to try and get some out over Christmas. So if you are uh, up for it, then get in touch. It takes about maybe an hour, hour and 20 minutes, depending on how long your stories are, um, to record. So, yeah, all good, all good. Um, I don't think anyone minds us being a bit more defensive for periods of the game, but we need to do more than just hoof the ball away. Creating outlets to pass should be a priority. I think that's true. I, I, think we just I don't. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna come back on that. I don't. It's not that I'm against us being defensive and trying to be a little bit more conservative. It's a problem when you're on top in the game and you had a couple of chances and then you just sit back and allow the initiative to just be taken away from you. If the opposition, like if if someone had come out in the second half, absolutely flying then yeah, mm. by all means, soak up soak up a little bit of pressure. But they didn't. They didn't. We we were in control of the game. We had a couple of chances and then the subs were made and the tactics changed. That's where I have a little bit of an issue with it. Brian is made out of Pringles. <laughs> this was- or, because it's Christmas, Kringles. <laughs> I like this one, Mickey, about um, one, uh, one of our players who I've given a bit of a, bit of a berating to. So I'm going to lay off him tonight, I think. I think that's probably true, though. Wallace is a 10-minute player. I mean, Chris made a comment earlier and said, you know, do we really want to go on a cup run this year, which is probably a result of getting Leicester in the first round. Do we want to go on a cup run and potentially sacrifice, um, you know, the league? But, I mean, listen, we've got to look at it realistically. This is the longest we've ever been in the championship. I mean, the laws of average and everything else potentially says at some point, you know, can you're going to leave it, whether it's, whether it's one one way or another, you're probably going to leave it. And given our history, it's probably going to be the way we don't want it to be. Yeah. And that's why, that is why this season it is so important. It's so important that we don't go down the, the law of averages. There's, there's TV, there's another TV deal coming. There's more money coming into the club. And we, it, it's so important that they find a way of, of picking up some points because we can't, we can't go down this season with, uh, again, I'm not. Sorry, Danny, with that comment there, Kelly managed the Millwall Celebs supporters team versus um, Man United, same people, uh, at Millennium Stadium a week before the FA Cup final. I played in it and we won 5 2. Well, Danny, you've got to come on a a Who Are You as well, then. And and Kelly, we've definitely got to get in because, Christ, I wonder. So, yeah, let us know who played in that then, Dan. Was it a full 11 aside? Um, sorry, that was a bit off 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 topic, but that just yeah. We're gonna, I'm 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 going to move it on in a you second. You can move it on all you want, but just so when we... you go through the comments, 
Don't I think I'm further younger. You keep you're looking jumping. At, you're, you're looking away and move, missing half the fact I put half of them on the screen. I can right. see they highlight my side when you put them up. Yeah, I know. I can see it's like doing away. a show of a married couple here. Jeez, right. sort yourselves out, guys. Right, anyway, we're going to move. We are going to move on. Punches facing. <laughs> Um, we are going to move on because this is something me and Stephen both said we wanted to discuss tonight. And I've seen a few comments about the atmosphere, and I do agree. I think it was actually wasn't the best we've had it, but it, it's been better. It was better it yesterday. Was better. Probably it one of the better. better ones we've had this season. Would you say, Stephen? Uh, yeah, it was. And I actually think, in a way, I'm seeing this off my dad, who said this to me yesterday, and I was thinking about it, and it's actually spot on. When you get a dodgy ref like you had yesterday, the fans start to react to it. It brings us together and it does. You do get a little bit more rolled up. You do get that little bit of. And um, then when they sub like a a little knobhead on like Alex Pritchard as well. Yeah. Yeah. Things like that. It's those it's those things that actually inspired the crowd a little bit yesterday. It wasn't back to what it, it was. I'm not saying that at all, but it certainly did help. It certainly did help with them getting the fans on Edwards and the team side. Yeah, no, I'd agree. So I'm going to bring this comment onto the screen, Stephen, and I'm going to let you express oh. your thoughts on pre-match. And then I'll, I'll, I'll go after, but I'll let, I'll let you go first. Right. First of all, when they play the songs, the music, they put out a tweet, didn't they? And they turn around and they say, oh, we're going to, you know, pick your song. We all do it. We all send our requests in. But it doesn't mean that I want to play here, listen to the song and I can't hear the bloke next to me speak. Uh, I can't hear the bloke next to me talk, sorry. It's so loud. You, do you it's, think it's, it's do you ridiculous? Think that, do you think that's because they seem to be playing it through the PR speakers, the PA speakers, rather than like proper speakers? It, whatever it is, they need to sort it out because you can't you can't have a conversation with a. How many times uh, I'm going to borrow Ben for this? Ben tweeted yesterday evening that there's nothing quite like. Uh, bringing people together like following football and also music he was at a gig last night that's why he he tweeted that but it's true the people you go to football with you make friends at football and you don't sometimes you sit around these people and you might nod at them you might sort of say hello but you 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 talk to them you 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 make friends with them you can't you can't have a conversation with your mates in the ground it's too loud so that's one problem the the second thing and it is so tragic that we're doing this the whole when the players come out and they stop everything and they read out the team sheet is no we practically no. finished let them come by the time the players are on the pitch at that as well the timing was absolutely awful it's, it's just you finished it's the too, song it's too generic you go to every other club up and down the country and they do that that's not us that's not what we want that's not what we're about it's it's ridiculous and finally on on uh, the, the man of the match man of the match is okay we all have our opinions we all think that um we all think that there's certain players had a good game or a bad game and this that and the other but to announce a man of the match over the tannoy during the game again it's not millwall it's just yeah, not, why are they doing i don't that like now? it how can you I do don't that like now? it it's a because sponsor, it's the sponsor's it's choice the sponsors, that isn't it? Right. they they they've sat in the in the uh corporate bit and, and they pick their vote and then it gets relayed through that was Fine, the first time they've done that yeah but it, so is it, that purely they, obviously they're charging a fortune for sponsorship then and then obviously they've got to they they obviously offer 
Um, it's never been like that before. They just get a little presentation with the player in the in the players' lounge after the game, don't yeah. they? They've yeah, normally, yeah. That. Yeah, they've always done that, but this is now all it is is just they've probably just added on a thing just to it's probably a little bonus, isn't it? That's got that it gets you a little bit more exposure if you're the if you're the sponsor. But and and there's another thing there, the video that they show, right? Hang on, can we've I can always... I can I jump in? Can I jump in very quickly? I don't like the video, but I get to see myself on the big screen every week, so on that basis, it might be allowed to stay for a bit. Is that, is that, that from Plymouth? Away? Is that Plymouth? It was away? from Plymouth. Yeah. Away. <laughs> that Fuck that video, know. that video, we've all seen Tim Cahill's goal. It's one of the best goals we've scored in our history in terms of what it meant. But we don't Fuck need me, to we could see all it before. It. We could yeah, all recreate it. We've seen it that many times. It, it's it's ridiculous. We don't need that. someone. There's a comment there. I'm gonna just. Oh, Dan, it's MFC 1885. I'll let you. We don't need a war cry. We don't need no. that. We're seeing Zian Fleming score a penalty at Blackpool didn't really mean anything we're seeing that say, goals, shows how far we've fallen yeah, in the goals, last few all right, if you here's it's a embarrassing to you. It's embarrassing. here's a question to you right so um if you if you have to put yeah i know the system would cost thousands they spent fucking they spent 300 grand on a um on a cctv you'd think they'd fucking spend some money on thingy um who would you if you had to do a um a, what you call it video like a, a war cry video to get people into the mood what video or what goals would you put in it because i don't know i mean mike's one there we are not we are not Jolwyn. um i mean there's a i mean that that video what i've played in here i'm not going to play it now but that netflix video some kid did that was quite good because it was okay there was bradshaw's goal in there and fucking Kales and work, but it was like it was it had a process of where it led you on a journey and then it sort of it crescendoed up and it brought you right up and then it you know it went and, and it sort of took you on a journey. The videos they play there don't seem to take you on a journey. Do they? Am I not wrong? No, I I I, I and also I, I you can't, can't fucking hear it. A lot of the time, if you're on certain parts of the ground. You can't actually hear it because of the noise around the other parts. I mean, if you're in the south, you can't really hear that video, can you? No, uh, you you can't. It, it, and you and, and there's noise that you do hear is just muffled. It's just it's just noise yeah. that's just amalgamated yeah. together. We got a, we received a tweet from Harry Sims on Twitter. You posted out earlier about that. That was the one of the topics of the show. And his tweet here: the only thing that should be played out on the big screen before the match is a picture of JB. Now, I'm not suggesting that that's, you know, that's going to get everybody m massively motivated, but he's the reason we are we are where we are, and we've had, I don't want to say success, we've had relative success, we've we've stabilised the club, we've we we had been progressing. Just just put something a JB fine, something to do with him, maybe that that might spur on the players and, and fans alike. But all the stuff that they're doing at the moment, it's not Millwall. It's not right. We didn't need a war cry when we played Huddersfield in the playoffs all those years ago. All we needed was Robbo giving the players the team talk of a lifetime and it fired the players up. We didn't need that when we beat other teams at the den. You don't all need right. it now. I'm going to ask you a question, okay, on this questionnaire. Who was the sponsor? Couldn't tell you, Stephen. Uh, no idea. 
If you know if you know who it is in the comments, then put it in the comments. But I don't think anyone's going to know who it was. No, they didn't. They didn't tell you who the sponsor was. They just said the man in a match this afternoon chosen by the sponsors but, is Brook Norton Cafe. Yeah, but they they would have they would have they would have said the sponsors are you know that Millwall podcast are today's match sponsor and their man of the match is X Y Z. They would have told you it. But this What's is what I'm saying funny, to you. Can I they, just interrupt there? Just I'm yeah, trying yeah. to find it on Twitter. What's really funny is that Mill they have tweeted out the club's account have tweeted out. Vote using your Millwall profile to cast your man of the match. So, yeah. Brooke Norton Company it's was purely down the to the match, fact it. that someone's paid five grand or three and a half grand, two and a half grand, whatever it is, to be a, a match sponsor. And that obviously, because of that, they get to do. But the, do you know what the madness is? So, now what we've got, if you're in the 1885 lounge, you get to vote who your man of the match is. Okay. Mm. Before. Or, or at the end, you get to do it, and then that man of the match comes up to the to the lounge and has a little uh, thank you and picks up the man of the match trophy. You then have now you've got sponsor making man of the match, and play and us fans making man of the match. Go on their website, mate, and vote Leonard as man of the match. Start playing with it. Do you know what I mean? Don't vote for the person you think you know who's been outshining, vote for someone who, who possibly hasn't and just start playing with it. Rebel, rebel, rebel. I have just looked on the Mill Twitter feed and usually a lot of the time, I don't know if we've done it in the past, but a lot of clubs, if they've got a match sponsor, they when they post out like the graphics of the team and the mm. you know stuff that's going on, they go sponsored by Fred Vlogs, whatever. I can't see anything um i can't see anything uh, on on the website as to as to who who's sponsoring the, the team but again look, a lot of the things we all we've all spoke about the club being sanitized we've all spoke about um you know those the powers that be are trying to change the club and are trying to attract a different type of fan and doing this I've that, got and that the other yeah I've got all that. of this all of all of that stuff all of that stuff is um all of that stuff is trying to take the club in a different direction that I've got we it. don't need to go into in my opinion put in sorry Mick, put in an announcement announce that someone's just put in there that they need the income to get around financial fair play i agree 100 we need to keep make the club sustainable but reading the team out before the game which is completely thrown off everyone in the crowd went what are they doing what, what what's going on uh, uh, producing a video on the screen that doesn't generate income. It doesn't. No. It, it, people oh, look at it I've, and go, I don't "I've got care. the video. I've got the best video before the game." Do you want to know what it is? Let's go for it. F Trooper, the real nutters. And I'm not going away, but some dirty northern punts to spit all over me. No, if he spits no, over no, me, I'll put a fucking pint glass in his head. <laughs> That's the video. That's the video to play. Part of that, and then everyone's up, ready for it, and off we go. That's it. Do you know what I mean? I just, I don't know. It, it's, it, 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 it's madness, isn't it? Go on, Dan. I feel like I've gone on a massive no, run about that. No, no, no. I, I do, I do agree with a lot of the points you said. I, I think London calling has to go on straight before the players walk out the tunnel. I did see a comment there about Hey Jude. I am a little bit 50-50 about Hey Hey Jude, to be completely honest. 
it, it does sometimes get the crowd going, but depending on the the attendance and the sometimes it can just get the sometimes all I can hear is just the away fans singing it sometimes. What what's that? Hey Jude. Hey Jude, or, yeah. Yeah. I think Hey Jude is in our song. It's too it's too generic, isn't it? Mm. Um, um, on the subject, sorry, on the subject of sponsors, I've found an article uh, for the, before the commentary game. Mm. They all posted on their website with uh, service graphics, and they did a they did like a Q and A. They asked them a couple of questions, and they mm. were the they were the match day they were the match day sponsor. There isn't anything, perhaps for I can't find anything for this Saturday that uh, of, of a similar uh, a similar post. So maybe maybe there wasn't one, but again. Look, I don't want to keep bashing the club, but I think that you want to you want to get the fans excited, and you want to. And I know they're talking about going in the same direction, but the the, the, the ultimately Millwall fans turn up on a Saturday to support their team, and they want a team to get behind. Frankie's nailed it on the head. Frankie, Frankie Long is. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is, this is statement. This is fucking complete and utter fucking perfect. Are you ready? Sympathise with the club needing money, needing to make money, maybe have some fucking scarves in the club shop on the 1st of December. How many tourists would have left the club shop without spending a penny? I did see a lot of tourists wearing hats yesterday, so scarves probably sold out and they probably had to go for the next best thing. But the geezer at the end of the park, the geezer up near the church, he always has scarves. So he must be making a roaring trade because people walk past him and think, no, I'll get an oh, official yeah. one. Walk in the club shop, nothing in there, and then walk back up to him and, and buy some from him. Yeah. Drop in the comments. A, Should we drop? Comment. Hey Just, Jude, I think yeah. The, yeah, that's a good that's a good talking point. Should we drop Hey Jude? Yeah, should we drop Hey Jude? And also, we really can't be doing we play Sweet Caroline as well, can we? No, no I can't I stand think, that. I can't stand it anymore. I, I, my, I think my, I, Tunbridge MSC, I, I agree with you. I think Blue yeah, Shishine Boys should come back for the older boys. Yeah, that used to be that used to be played at Millwall. I think personally, for me on Hey Jude, I think for the big games like the sellout ones. Possibly, no, you don't even think no. that maybe, no, because it's I, maybe not even our fucking got... song, yeah. I know, but I've just like the the time we sang like Hey Jude for me, like the ones that stick with me against like Everton and Leicester, they were like proper electric, like Millwall atmospheres. That's why I just have I have good memories from them. But playing it against like Rotherham on a Wednesday night, like does that really get anyone going? No, no, it doesn't. I, I mean, I predict a right, yeah. I that, mean... that comment there, that is exactly what I'm trying to say and my points on everything we've been talking about. We are not 
the same as other football clubs. They talk about being unique. They talk about being one of a kind. They talk about, you know, everything that about Millwall is it, we go against the establishment and we don't like being, you know, shoehorned into the same ilk as other clubs. That is spot on. We don't want to go down. We don't want to play Hey Jude and Sweet Caroline. We want to have our own identity still. And uh, the club don't want it, but the fans do. And that's where the issue is because they're, they're going in two separate directions. I completely agree with you. Uh, absolutely. I mean, the music side of it, some days is just too generic. We, sh you know, like like said, dead Sham sixty nine. They're Millwall boys. Let them come. Um, I don't think we should do Hey Jude because I think everyone. I mean, to be fair, there's um, there's a couple of songs. With I mean, even with rocking all over the world, that seems to be so many clubs now do that same fucking song. Yeah, but we ain't heard it for months, so it don't really make that much of a difference. Say, yeah, it'd be well, a nice. It'd be a nice change when we do bloody hear it. Yeah. Oh, I accidentally clicked on that one. But no, That's we definitely right. shouldn't have flashing lights and flames. The day there's a light show at the den, the last game I go to down the den. Mate, do you know what you know what Peter's gonna suggest next is that we need a fucking drummer. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> you know, that's that's the way we're going. Play exciting football is the only way to create an atmosphere. Absolutely. Yeah, do we didn't we used to have Millwall like Something I can't remember back on back. Didn't we have someone um, soccer AM once? I know I know Palace has got their own fucking thingies. So yeah, put in the comments, mate. If if what you call it shit, would you have? Yeah, I mean David said something. I said I'd ditch London calling too. Bring back I was born under the cold blow lane. Oh, I I, I have to. I do like that London calling. Is that that to me? It's always been that's when the games are, you know, the players are just about to come out. Sort you see, of. That's, that's always been. Do you know what? I, I, I'll post something in a minute, right? And um, and I'll, I'll send it to Stephen, I suppose, and then Stephen can stick it up. But I think, um, because my computer's not thingy, but I'd I'd love to know what songs you would have. What what would you, what would you? Have? I've got it on here, so I'll send it in two seconds. But I think it's. I I agree with them, mate. House of Fun should be played because it's Welcome to the Lions Den, da, da, da. and it's also quite a, a good, um, quite a good song as well. I mean, what else would you put in? I don't know. Um, uh, I just you... think that we, I, I just, personally, I, I just think that with everything that's going on at the moment, there's so much change. There's so many from everywhere, from the top right at the board level to the, the coaching staff, we now haven't got a manager, it's a head coach. We've got, um, you know, there's a whole cl cleansing going on, if you will. The players are trying to play a different style of football. They're changing the match day uh, routines. There's just too much going on. And it's almost as if they're trying to be everything that, or come away from everything that made us successful. Let's 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 be honest, and and the guys in the chat. I'm going to come on to the FA Cup now. When Leicester turned up, 2017, and Watford and Bournemouth, and we've had Everton down there. What what got us over the line? What got us over the line was that, that a lot of those players, Ben Chilwell being a, a prime example, they were intimidated. They didn't know how to deal with the atmosphere. They didn't know. They didn't like it up, and they didn't like that. 
if we drew a Premier League side, I know we haven't, and we'll come on to that, but if we drew a Premier League side, they wouldn't care that they were coming to play Millwall at the moment. They really wouldn't. It wouldn't make a blind bit of difference of them, and that's the problem. 100%. I don't think anyone fears us at the moment. No. I don't think don't. Anyone, anyone fears us at all at the moment. Um, and I think that is... Um, is the big problem because of it are we uh are we going to address then the um main talking points between uh drawing leicester in the fa cup what it means for us it means they probably beat us three times in one season it means and we have another less thing to worry about in our potential relegation battle yeah and go on you haven't said it yet I don't know. What is it? Go on. You can me off it's guard. an easy 10 points for all of our season, oh, yeah. ticket, all yeah. season ticket holders because they're going to charge a tenner for the ticket and uh, and it's an easy 10 points for season it, it, ticket holders. It's a buy, it's a buy the ticket. Forget you've got about it until the morning of the game and decide, A, if you've got anything better to do and B, if you can be bothered to go. It's just not inspiring, is it? No. I mean, the whole FA Cup draw as a whole, I, I know... You know, we talk about Millwall, but apart from the Sunderland Newcastle tie, which is amazing, by the way, it's just, it's just, it's just another, it's just boring, really, isn't it? What about hang on them? Um, what about this comment for um, a bit of half-time entertainment down the den? Pre-match will be a struggle, but I think half-time this could be perfect. We should be allowed to try and put fly nose in the bin or whatever that's <laughs> um, Stephen, I've sent you a link here because you can put it on on there because you've probably got the same one there. But yeah, just put it onto what, the, the YouTube chat? chat. Yeah, basically, I've just done a playlist that you know, um, Mill at Home playlist, and just listen. It's on Spotify. Just go on there, make sure you follow us. But just go on there and just add the songs you think should be on the playlist at the beginning. Yeah, that yeah, we we have been trying this. What about this for a suggestion? Anyone? <laughs> I'm gonna if I can, I'm just gonna put up a comment. Um and just uh, I'm gonna I'm no I'm I'm uh, not going in order, but I'm just gonna put this one up from Peter. Why are we sounding so gloomy? Come on, lads. Peter, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'll be honest and I I'm gonna directly answer this question. I come out of the ground yesterday feeling really disappointed that we haven't won the game, but it was a very good performance and it is something to be to be proud of. My problem and my rant and me being gloomy is the fact that we we love our club. We're Millwall fans. We we've we've seen the good times, we've seen the some bad times, but it doesn't feel like going to Millwall anymore. What it did, it, it just doesn't feel the same. I love going. I, I, I don't think that's just now, though. I think realistically, that's been changing over probably the four or five years. Possibly, but now it's really come to the fore. Because even the whole change, it, the whole club's changing. The, 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 we've got a new owner, we've got a new manager, we've got a new head coach, we've got a new style of football. We've got all this new stuff. We've gone to fanatics. I just don't yeah, but... want us to lose the identity and come away from what makes us who we are. I'm going to work, Crit. I mean. Chris Brown, you've been going a while. I know, uh, and obviously, I know you. I've met you a few times and all that lot. But I just think even our own fans have changed there now. I don't, you know, it's not just 
I don't think it's just the, the tourists, the day trippers, all of that. I think our fans are 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 changed. And I understand that we're, you know, we're not the same support what we had in the 70s, the 80s, and 90s, etc. I understand that. But I think football as a whole has changed. And I think what's happening at Millwall is something what not I, I don't think any of us um want Millwall to be sanitized, but it's sort of being done on the QT as such. It's sort of being done by um, default. Well, it's being done because the, the powers that be, yeah, uh, the powers are, deciding, that be. are deciding that, that this is the way we're going to go. Someone, I can't remember who it was. It may have been, it might have been Omar who said this, that the club are now in a position where we have, Joe Edwards might not be the manager forever, but we're gonna we're gonna go down the route of players that have to play a certain way. You know, we're even trying to change that. It's not the manager, it's it's we we're adopting a style of football and that's just the way that it's gonna be. And the next person that comes in will have to try and do the same thing. I I, I just yeah, I, I'm it, it seems a bit doom and gloom. And I actually thought, you know, I I, I didn't expect much from the game yesterday. I I I begrudgingly said a score draw which it turned out to be as a, as a prediction it's just um it's just uh sorry i'll just see a comment peter i was absolutely frozen yesterday so yeah that's exactly what it was um yeah it was very cold it was absolutely it was outrageous, outrageous it's only going to get colder as well it's going to be very oh, yeah. cold for huddersfield yeah. We just need a little bit of excitement from the from the team, and we need to. I mean, Sheffield Wednesday, Dan, you'll you'll vouch. We were there together. Yeah. That that atmosphere, that that feeling, and the fans that all the other fans who are listening to this who were there, that was unbelievable. And it just felt like it just felt. I think you even said we're back. It was a it was such it a felt great like feeling. It, didn't it? It did. It really, really did. And unfortunately, it's not quite gone how we thought it would. There's still time, and I fully back Joe Edwards. But I just, I just want to see us. I just want to see us, you know, be a bit nasty on a on a match day. Like they were flying into tackles yesterday, the Sunderland players. But Ballard could have had a red. Jack mm. Clark could have had a red. Should only should have had only, a red. Yeah, we well, should have had a red. Only Murray Wallace. Murray Wallace made one tackle, I think, in the second half that was a bit of a crunching tackle. That's just you know. Then again, the ref probably would have sent us off for tripping one of them up the right way. Well, right, dishing out the cards at the second half. Well, yeah, there. that that that's someone true. definitely that's had like true. over six point five bookings and realised he was falling short on them. Yeah, the ref. Yeah, must have been. <laughs> Some of the bookings he was dishing out yesterday were just. Was shocking. Some yeah. of them were were proper shocking. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I remember that. That used to be played in in the early two thousands, didn't it? Where um, mm. everyone just went into it. So yeah. There's another comment that's coming up. Um, again. Oh. No, it's meant, 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 meant. Take me out. Why did you put me in? I did it. You did. I didn't. Sorry about this, listeners. I didn't. Did. It all it come up on my screen that there was a guest. Yes, yeah, so No. Yeah, sorry guys. Um, 
Apologies for some technical difficulties over here. Yeah, Mill HQ. Uh, <laughs> but um, oh, do you know what? I, I've completely lost my train of thought. No, I so have I. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring up something else that I, I wanted to talk about. Let's see. And it. this is specifically for um a couple of people that I know listen to the show. I'm gonna talk about Murray Wallace. Now, I've had apparently a little bit of a reputation with a few of the listeners and a few people that I just give Murray Wallace an absolute bashing every week. Crikey, if you do it, then God knows what they think of me. (laughs) Now, yesterday, we set up perfectly in a defensive in a defensive shape. We had obviously uh, Leonard and Murray Wallace at right and left back, and they had Honeyman and Norton Cuffey to help them. And Honeyman did a very good job of protecting Murray Wallace. Murray Wallace had a better game by a long way than what he had in the other two. However, I do just think it's unfortunately Murray's time. Um, Murray's time at the club is coming to an end. And whilst I, I'm not, I don't want to. Again, I, I hate slagging off players to, to a, a huge degree, but he, he he did he did play well. He played reasonably well yesterday. He didn't look as as out of his depth as 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 a couple of other games. But I think I think it's time for for, for Murray to to be shown the door. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's a bold statement, young Stephen. He I had to help. I think I agree with. So, him. so he had okay. help from Honeyman yesterday. He did, but. I'm still not convinced. And then when Honeyman went off, it was I think it was I mean, granted they just brought on Patrick Roberts, but I thought and, when he Yeah, but we brought on Ryan Longman. That's what I mean. Obviously it was a yeah. combination of substitutions. Mm. Um but I thought he I thought he came on Roberts and kind of took that creative burden off of Clark a little bit for them. They just couldn't they just lacked a striker really. Yeah. Uh, well yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? So I saw someone say that there's a they come to us, they didn't have a striker, and they still managed to come away with a draw. That's how disappointing it was. David Turner hits it on the on the thingy there, mate. Yeah, that's definitely what that, it is. That's bang on. That is absolutely we are. I mean, I've banged on about it for ages. You are about customer, it's all about spend ahead now. Um, and it goes from there. Um let's Let's go back That's... to the Murray Wallace point as well quickly. Go on, Mickey, you, you jump in there. And no, no, go with the, I'll, I'll highlight okay. that. We'll come back to Dan's one in a minute. Go on. Right. I was just going to say, Murray Wallace, he's been here since Harris, so he's seen. he's been at the club for a while now, hasn't he? He's seen a lot. And I just think since he won Player of the Year, was it two seasons ago now, he's just became... It's just been downhill for, for him there since. And what... And now he's only getting older. It's just going to be more and more of a problem the longer he stays around. I'm not saying he's been shit for the six years he's been here for, however long he's been here for, but I just think that he needs to move on and we need to And move what on. also so, happens as well, he literally, he'll have a really good game or two and it's kind of like, okay, and he, he kind of draws you back in and think, right, okay, he's, he's, not, he's not done yet. And then he'll have a, another bad one and then a good one. It, yeah, I, I just... I think at the end of the season, and I'm sure we'll, we're going to discuss this a lot, and I think towards the end of the season, we're definitely going to have a lot of discussions about our, the changing in the squad. But there's a lot of players that are probably on there, are in there within their last season with the club. 
Yeah, one hundred percent. We are having to. I'm. Go- I'm just going to put Mark's comment back up on the screen here. One hundred percent. We are having to double up on the left hand side to cover Murray Wallace. Yeah, we are definitely. And I think that's the. The problem is, is that why are we not dropping him? Because we have no one else. Uh, clearly, he doesn't fancy Malachi yet, and Brian's made of. He's made of tweaks. There was a. I mean, while we're talking about Wallace and all that, I mean. Edward's done Edward's done that I don't even know why. I mean, I don't even really know why Richard Cowley posted it, to be fair. Um it seemed sort of I don't know, it seemed a bit of a strange piece to, to post because it wasn't that big, um, to be fair. Let me just grab it up and, and put it It's likely what he just said post match after the game. About yeah, pretty much. Said to him, yeah, yeah. First, Joey... first transfer window. Obviously, you would have spoken to the club about it in the interviews. What are you anticipating being able to do? Yeah, Joe Edwards has indicated that Mill will not make any major overhaul of their playing squad in the January transfer window. Championship clubs can begin doing business from the start of next month. It will be Edwards' first window as Lions head coach after recently succeeding. There's a filler there. But definitely won't be big changes to the squad, said the former Chelsea and Everton coach. Firstly, we know that January is a difficult market anyway, and if there are players who can come in and make an impact, I think we'll always be looking for that. Um, I'm someone who's got a big history around players who go on loan, and I've got contacts at clubs. So if there are any options to bring in players who can help us, then yeah, it certainly won't be big change. It's a case of seeing how we can get through the next period as well. We might be forced to do stuff if we lose players, but at this stage we are having discussions and we have a list of options. My biggest fear is that potentially if we carry on playing like we are, our club's going to want to give their youth to him. I think so. I, I, I don't, I don't see that you're not going to get like an absolute wonder kid that they will obviously go to, to perhaps better teams or those that play. Um, more bigger percentage of the wages, but I do think that I mean all you'd have to look at really is Brook Norton Cuffey. He's played a lot of games. We we've also triggered the in his contract he had to play a certain amount of games, which would I was mean about to that say, Arsenal this can't call him back. Really good news because I did think they were they might have done it and just maybe put him to a team that's maybe a bit higher up. So. Yes, like they did last season from Rotherham to, to Coventry. To Coventry. Yeah. So. You know, Norton Cuffey will be here now for the duration of the season, which is, I again, Dan, I agree. I think it's really good news. Um, so they'll look at, and, and the history that we've had, uh, you know, Harry Kane, I know, again, you can't just keep going back to one player, but had a really successful loan spell here and and speaks very, very highly of his time at the club, or has done in the past. So I do think there'll still be players and 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 youth team managers or under 23 managers that would go actually yeah that's that would be a good move um it's just for me it's if we're not going to bring in and I, this might be a little bit early for this conversation but if it's a list if we're not going to bring in lots of players and say we're only going to get two in your opinion dan right now what two positions do we need to be filling a winger I don't know what side that winger plays on, but a winger and a left back. I would say they're the two most important positions that we need. Left back, just I'm... because we we can't we can, we can barely field a left back at the minute, and 
Brian, again, like Murray Wallace, he's only getting older. Brian's the wrong side of 30 now. And, yeah, I just don't think that we can continue with Murray Wallace because Brian, I think it's his second or third injury already, and a winger just because we desperately lack a natural winger when we have pace. Our, our commitment to making every single counter-attack so slow it is quite impressive, to be completely honest, overall. Absolutely. I couldn't put that better. Just for the listeners, um, the guys that are in the chat, if, if, if you could pick two positions that you think that you would like us to bring in a lone player in each of the positions, but you could only pick two, what are they? And, so uh, and, on, and on our current loanees, do you think Campbell or Longman will be recalled? Obviously, we know Norton Cuffey can't now. Or do you think the club what? might choose to send either of them back if they can? I would uh, send. I would send. Realistically, I would send Campbell back. Longman. I don't know. I'd, in I'd wait, Longman. I don't. I don't him. either. I mean, to be honest, why don't we send them both back and get Alex Mitchell in back? Rico Alex Mitchell, yeah. Um, and then look for. I don't know. I mean, do we look got... at a couple? Do we do we look at using some of the youth and bedding them into the defence? And, you know, try and do a place there so we don't have to necessarily feel there. Then look for a couple of maybe um, attack-minded midfielders, proper like, attack, proven attack Are you talking maybe wide, wider players or... or yeah. Like, yeah, like wingers, yeah. yeah players, yeah. yeah, players who can run with the ball. Yeah. So, we just, well, i tell you what, we'll pop, we'll pop a few of these comments up on the positions the, that people want. The only to issue, the only issue I have with... Um, sending Alan Campbell back and again I know I said at the start of the show that we've not seen enough of him and I wouldn't pick him if Denor is out for any length of time if you send back Campbell then you have to go and bring in a midfielder you have to do that which again uh, we probably could get better but you you run the risk of you know, we thought we were getting Nisbet last last January, and we all of our transfer uh, planning went into that, and at the last minute it fell through, and we just signed anybody that was available. Yeah. So I'd have a slight concern with that. If Denor is going to be okay, then yes, I think Campbell could go back, and the funds could be used elsewhere. Yeah. I, just on what the Lion Blue has said here, I think those two positions are probably valid points as well. I just think that left back and winger is is probably more pressing to be completely honest especially now in terms of center half options now we're playing with four uh two center halves rather than three center halves cover there isn't that important now that's not to say if charlie cresswell if leeds came to us and said you can have charlie cresswell on loan for the second half of the season i wouldn't take him because if they did say that I'd, I'd drive him up there and go and bring him back down i don't have a problem with that um but i just think personally for me left back and and winger would be more priority positions well, we allowed five low knees, didn't we? So you're allowed six low knees, but you can only have five in a match day squad, which just seems a bit weird. So realistically, mm. we've got to, you know, we're going to have to get rid of the ones who so aren't got, really doing a lot so, we've got, so that we can get we've ones got in two spots, use. realistically, yeah. And then I, I think they might, I think Luton might even just recall Campbell, to be honest, and just set, send him off elsewhere. He might want to go back to Scotland as well. Plus as well, you touched on a good point earlier. We could also potentially call back a couple of our own loan players. Alex so who have, we, who have we got out? Ockley, it's, it's Alex Mitchell right. and Ockley are the two that uh, uh, I'm thinking of. Right, yeah, but that would be to loan him out to someone else. I, where he's actually I, I wonder if this is a viable, if, if a viable solution is for us, if we want to get a centre-off back in. I, I'd prefer to have Alex Mitchell because he's older, got more first-team experience. Also, out of contract. Level. 
out, out of contract end of the season. He, he signed a new one, actually. Just before he went out on loan, he signed a new one. Who's okay. uh, Alex Mitchell. Yeah, he did. It, they so, announced that they announced the contract and him being loaned out on the same day. My mate, oh, my mate who um he's a Millwall fan, but he lives in Lincoln, so he goes to a lot of the Lincoln games, and he says Alex Mitchell's been one of their best players so far this season. I wonder if a viable solution is to bring Alex Mitchell back, and Akuli's loan is actually up in January, so I wonder if they maybe want to get him playing higher. Could you maybe just send him to Lincoln as as a sweetener and just say, look, we want Mitchell back, but you you can have him to just go in and replace him straight away yeah possibly i i wouldn't be against i mean obviously okaloy is coming back in or Kali is coming back in in january so there's going to be a decision made but i i you certainly out of the two would be looking at playing alex mitchell in in our team and giving okaloy a chance to go somewhere else and play league football um but again that that also would perhaps fill a fill a position like a lot of the guys have said we we need a center back yeah, that, that would could be that solution, and then yeah. you can go and loan in different positions. And then we could lo- then fingers. we could loan in a left back winger and a striker potentially, mm. and maybe loan out a few of the other youth teams to start getting them bedded. Yeah, in lower wonder, league to get is, them ready. Is, is there a shout? We, we spoke about twenty minute players earlier, and I, I would actually like. I think this could be an interesting talking point. Is there an argument to send out Esan and Maku potentially on loan because they're not playing that much, and as we've kind of highlighted, they're twenty minute players. Is there an argument for it? Maybe. Where would you put him in League, League One? You could. I, I, yeah, or I think League, League One. I think League One players. If you can, if you are going to loan them out, I think they're League I, One players. I also think a certain, um, I think a certain guaranteed player to be leaving us on loan in the January transfer window has to be Adam Alakai. If he's not playing in this team when we're struggling at left back, he's never going to yeah. get in this. Year. I think, I think, he's... I think he might need to look for a league two or maybe a. But a that's national, fine. A national that's league. I don't fine. have a problem with that. He's eighteen. He's got plenty of time to grow. Mm. But you can't be having problems at left back and having a left back sit on the bench and not not getting not even getting ten minutes to uh, you know uh, football. So he's one that certainly will be going out the door on loan. Yeah, still got. I'm still working through. We need centre. So centre half seems to be a common. Go back to, back to that, yeah. yeah. I think I think that's I think he's hit a nail on the head. Listen, right? It's against Leicester. Realistically, we're looking at the league is much more important this season where we are and what we're doing than the FA Cup. Yes, the FA Cup will be a nice lump of money. Um, I get that, but who uh, currently? Who would you feel more comfortable playing? A load of youth or the main team? Well, in an FA Cup game, I'd rather play yeah. the youth players. Again, league's more important. I We, we love a cup run, but league is, is more important. And why would you want to risk an injury to to a potential player that's going to play week in week? Why would you, why, why would, say as if that's the Noor's first game back, why would we want to risk him doing his ACL and then being out for the rest of the season? Or also, imagine Leonard playing and getting out, hmm. being knocked out for two months in a game that don't really matter. Also, do you know it's going to be a good one? Is when we play Leicester, we'll be able to see the difference in atmosphere between the last time we played them and when we play them this time. How well, different the, the den will be. The, the problem is, Mickey, is the fact that the den will only have two stands open because they probably won't bring an awful lot and we're not no. going to sell that many tickets. So no, we're I only think gonna we, have them. We're not, well, do we play them in like February again in the league as well, that, down at the den? 
Oh, do, oh well, there you go. Yeah, I think it's something. Some, I think it's we play him three times in the space of two months, don't we? Oh, brilliant! I look forward to that then. Don't um, we, I think Jamie, we've got the FA Cup. Uh, when's the FA Cup? January the fifth. Yeah, when's the FA Cup? January fifth. Yeah. So we've got them. We've got them before Christmas, haven't we? I mean, yeah, we've, we've got, got them before Christmas there. In then we play them after. Time. Yeah, so we play them in eleven days' time, and then we play them again after Christmas, and then we play them again in February. Just out of interest on the topic of Leicester, any of the listeners currently, uh, are you going to Leicester? Yeah, if Leicester you are. I. You probably will see me looking like, and I use a quote from earlier, that I've built an igloo because it's probably going to be freezing and I'm going to be wrapped up. So if you're coming to Leicester, there's a few of us going. Yeah, there's uh, a, I'm going to be there. Um, Ben's ben. coming down. from. It'll be tropical for him, won't it? <laughs> I think Omar did say. I think he's with it. He, he was thinking well, about it. So. I, I think it was it was Cardiff or, or Leicester. So mm-hmm. I think we'll just wait and see. Um, would Arsenal be willing to sell Coffee on the cheap? Soon? I mean, that's only probably from the end of the season. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about on the cheap though, because he's an England under twenty one into international. So. But I certainly won't make the Arsenal team. It's certainly one I think it would be. In, I would be interested to see if there was a deal that could be done. Could we potentially look at that? But again, that that's that would be yeah. the end of the season job. Um, this is this is my only concern with loaning out Essa and Maku. We are going to be short on players. Mm. But if they're just going to sit on our bench, is there an argument that they should go? Very possibly. I would be more inclined to loan out Amaku than I would to loan out SA. I think I would as well, yeah. I mean, um, listen, we're saying loans. We could end up losing SA in January. Well, yeah. There we go. We've got a couple That's of Le- we've got a couple of, uh, couple of Leicester people here. We've got um, Rosalind. We've got Pete- Peter's coming in. He'll help you build that igloo. Yeah, absolutely. Callum, you're absolutely... Well, I did. Yeah. I, I was wrapped up, mate. And on the subject of Callum going to Stoke, definitely take a couple of warm jackets, mate, because that's the coldest football ground I've ever been to, and you're going two days before Christmas. So, yeah, wrap up warm. Um, whatever and it's a midweek. Is it, that's a midweek. No, it's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. Nice. Yeah, Saturday the 23rd. Oh, okay. So, um, quite a few people, Sam wouldn't be able to afford a coffee even if he was available on the cheap probably that and that's the thing isn't it it depends on on the fees like that was an interesting point ballard who i actually thought dan ballard had an okay game i think he was lucky to stay on the pitch i thought yeah. he was okay yesterday and it, it would be it, someone you look at and go it'd be nice to have him in our team wouldn't it didn't think much of his centre-back partner though oh god no they hate him though there's something he's been oh nine yeah. yeah he's just he's just there because he still plays a part in the documentary in it hmm <laughs> oh mate! So did Honeyman good. though. To be fair, Honeyman was quite a big part of that as well, wasn't he? Mm. Um, how many under twenty ones? Uh, fuck the rules. We'll play. Who we isn't want. it? Isn't it a case of you're only allowed to make a certain amount of changes from your last league fixture? I don't know. Um, that that I genuinely that have was, no idea. Did you was, say something? before then that you can't change your registered players or is it a registered player can only a player can only play for two teams they can only play for, for two or they can only be in the match day squad for two teams mm. so just an example i'm going to put out of thin air here so travers who was on loan at stoke from bournemouth 
got recalled on an emergency basis, went into the matchday squad for Bournemouth as their backup goalkeeper. If Stoke, if Bournemouth want to reloan him out again come the January transfer window, he can only go to Stoke. If he doesn't go to Stoke, he can't play. If he goes somewhere other than Stoke, he can't play any games. Right, OK, I'll go, yeah. So, um, after Ipswich... But that doesn't, I don't think the 21s, I don't think the under 21, because they're, they're... That's that's not about being registered, though, is it? Like, I'm, not, not... I'm not entirely sure if it's different for youth players or not. No, I don't know. Um, after Ipswich, no way am I doing any evening away if if it is minus five. I don't blame oh, you, Chris. Chris, that, that uh, Ipswich was awful. It was awful, wasn't it? Um, who would want to buy SA? He can't get into a poor side. Well, he's playing for England at the youth level, so a lot of potential. And well, a lot a of people buy point. off potential, though. People buy off potential, though, don't they? Yeah. Well, we keep talking about that. We've, uh, you know, there's been rumours that Liverpool are interested and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, there is a, you know, um, January question is who? Cressy and Moore? Kiefer Moore won't come to Millwall. I think he's going Cardiff, isn't he? he wants to I think he's now going Cardiff. Cardiff. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've spoke, I've spoke to a few people, and he's not coming to Millwall. Because if he wanted to come, he would have come. Yeah, that's that, that is it. If he wanted to, if Kiefer Moore wanted to come to Millwall, he would be at Millwall right now. It wasn't. But the question is, would he have come to Millwall with Edwards if Edwards was here then? That's the big question, isn't it? That's the million-dollar question. The, it shows the club are a bit in. more open to loan deals. Sorry, Stephen, we keep jumping in, but I think it shows That's the club right. are a little bit more open to loan deals considering he's another be. loan deal. Because I just they, don't they, think they've got the yeah. money. They, yeah, that's right. And this is what I'm saying. The players that come in are going to be exactly like when Joe Edwards' name come out of nowhere for the managerial job. They're going to be players we don't think of, we might have not heard of, or we're yeah. never going to be on our radar. They're going to be. They're going to be players. Yeah. I, I believe that Edwards is probably is working on a couple of loan deals, and he has probably spoke to some of his clubs. But you're yeah. going to sign someone, and you're going to go. You're never ever going to know who it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do that. I agree with that. So yeah. So um, I think that's pretty much it. We ain't got a midweek game this week, have we? No. So, no, so Friday to... night, there'll be a midweek, probably a midweek show digging in deep into Saturday's game and probably looking in close to, to the weekend's game. But obviously, we'll be yeah. back on Friday night live and I've, um, without can Stephen. I, can I also say I'm, uh, I'm going to be on um, the EFL debate later this week on Wednesday night with, with, Gav, with Gav Sutton, for those of you who um, are familiar with that name or, or the show I'm going to be on there Wednesday night. Yeah, we'll give it a retweet anyway. He's a good lad, Gabs. I remember Gabs many, many years ago when he was first starting out, coming on when um, when I used to be with the AMS channel and uh, he came out on there. So, yeah. Um, Tony, thank you very much for that one. Where is it? That one, isn't it? I do feel a bit like it today. I've just not really done that much and I do feel fucking absolutely... I, I, I think it's just... <clears throat> You're Train, the leader, oh, mate. You're the leader. FA Cup draw. FA Cup draw at the Den this Tuesday. No, yeah, no, they've got a youth game. I don't know. Who are they playing? Game. I can't remember who they're playing. It's only a five for a ticket, though. Yeah. Uh, Daily Mill will tell us in a second. Yeah. Um, 
Game changing signings here to get Bally and Malone back. <laughs> I just say Malone is absolutely adored by Gillingham fans. I don't know what he's done to be adored there, but they absolutely he's love him. Football in League oh. Two. Come I know. On. I that's, know he's playing football in League Two. That's an invite, isn't it? Millwall versus Barking. They've made Mahoney on a. They've made Conor Mahoney look like he's look like he's Conor Mahoney versus Luton on a weekly basis in in League Two. So, but yeah, he's been playing very well. He's been playing very well, Connor. But again, it's League Two. Yeah, you, you I was actually saw. I, I, I didn't. I didn't start the comments, so I can't go back and through it. But someone said we need Rowett or or Harris to get it, to be in jobs at the moment to be able to fob some of our players off. That's it, isn't it? That and this is the thing. Again, this is a topic for another day. But a lot of our players don't have any value. That they don't have any. They don't have a resale value. They don't have this. You not got other clubs desperately after some of our players. So. You know, we we do have to, we are reliant on someone in League One and Two desperately needing a position I mean, that we're trying to desperately offload. Realistically, Morris, um, Morris, um, Wallace ain't going to go before the end of the season. No, 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 no none of those. Nobody in their right mind is buying Murray Wallace. We've just got to wait for his contract to expire or pay off the rest of his contract. Mate, I do smoke cigars, to, um, Chris, but I don't smoke them inside the house. But yeah, they're, they're... just so people know what. Yeah, I do smoke them, but no. Um, uh, if NASA would like to send me a shell suit, then um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'll I'll have it. Do you know what I mean? I just need to get, get it on Musk. eBay after. <laughs> I just need to get Elon Musk on and order pizza, don't I? Then that's it. We're we're made, isn't it? What's it? What's the pizza we made? I watched the other day with him. It's um, anchovy and pineapple. Very strange. But I don't I, mind what, I, what not, I would like, what I would like to know. Is on the back of his show how many people went out and ordered anchovies, double anchovies, double pineapple on pizzas? Loads. That's yeah, Danny. Danny, that's a good shout there, mate. Would you have Harris back as a scout? I no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not having. I'm. I think there might be a time for Harris in the future, probably as a manager, maybe. But right now, no. Really, like, what for us? Like, maybe, maybe. Really, maybe. Are you fucking on drugs or something? No, 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 no. I just think you look at like what happened when Harris came in after Holloway and the way he just united the club again. I just think like that could be like a, a second coming from again to do kind of exactly the same thing. I think something like oh. that might happen in the future is someone see that what the club might need MFC to call says. him up. I could see I just think the club might need someone. The club might just need someone to call up who they can bring in at short notice. I could see Harris, Harris. jump at the chance. I just, I, 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 I don't know about that. I mean, I could see Harris as a director of football, maybe either that I could go with and go, actually, that's not a bad call, but, uh, I just couldn't do. I, I just don't think. I think it would ruin his legacy if he come back as a manager. Yeah, I mean John Perlet there. Look, rather have Harris, rather have Harris more than Aldo. Uh, so, Harris, yeah. Here's a good question. Here's a good that, question. I I asked this at the ground. I was talking about this at the ground yesterday. It is Savile. Savile is the only one. Can anyone remember the last player we sold to a championship side for yeah. real money? Well, yes and no, really. 
Does it have to I mean, be a I... championship side? Like, didn't we get a million for Tyler? Well, I don't know how much we got for just, Tyler Bure. Just a we quick a question. Like... Just a quick question. Frankie, you you follow boxing as well, don't you? I mean, I'm just saying that so I don't give away your um, your Twitter profile, but I think I know exactly who you are. We've we've had communications and stuff, I think, or, or chatted on DMs and that. I think you're the same person. Um, Savile did get sold, but I think... It was in installments, and I think when we took him back, it will be right off the last little bit. I think we wrote off the lot, so I don't think we got as much as he was originally sold for. In oh, that's but, true, but we but still it, did it, get like five and a half to six million. I pounds. think it was about six million, and we paid about a million to bring him back. That's what I heard. Eight million, I thought we got for him, didn't we? Seven. Was it seven? Fucking hell! I, you just I, said five, four, six. I said eight. You went seven. No, I'm, I'm certain we got seven million for him, and then we got six from Middlesbrough, and then because he wanted to come back due to family and stuff, then that's yeah. when um, he came in. Jacket's a good call. He's at Jill's director of football now at the minute. If they, mm. if it, if he does well at Jill's, then by all means, I wouldn't mind him maybe back as a director of football here. I don't know about this one as good scout. I heard he played at quite a top level in uh, in goalkeeping. Maybe a new goalkeeper coach then. Yeah, maybe. Um, oh, on that on that subject, one thing I would say, one thing I would say about the Andy Marshall, right on Saturday. Oh, don't pretend you saw this. You've nicked this straight off Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I, I have yeah, yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have nicked it. I, I have nicked it off Twitter. I'm not. I was going to say uh, on Saturday. It wasn't. It wasn't there was a, No, no, no. There, uh, if, if you finish. <laughs> There was a guy who said that Andy Marshall got all of the goalkeepers to look up at the screen when they showed the highlights of the Millwall Sunderland game to, to show them how good he was and also that he was probably about 10 stone lighter back there as well. But he that that was that was that was the only thing I would say that was quite cool because he's obviously really proud that he was the goalkeeper in that team that got us to the FA Cup final. So that was quite cool um, to hear that story. But um, other than that. That that was the only good thing to come out of them playing the video, and obviously we sealed the, the Tim Cahill goal, but we've all seen it hundreds of times. So you know we're gonna we're gonna see that goal more times than you want to remember next year, because next Why? year is the twenty year anniversary of the FA Cup. Oh uh, yeah, that. No, yeah. But that to be fair, to be fair, for stuff like that fine go over the top do what you want to do it, it's the anniversary of it and it, it's one of the biggest what well, it probably well it, getting promoted to the old first division is probably the number we've one. only we've been to the fa cup final twice haven't we i think no. we've been to the semis no, i think semi, we've, been, we've been to the semis a few times we've only been to the final once it's only it was only in 2004 so they can show the goal they can put the shirts out and get tim kale back and do whatever he wants whatever they're going to do that's fine but every week as, as dan said when we're playing rotherham at home we don't need to see tim kale's goal against sunderland we just don't no i thought there was one it might be a semi actually back in, it might be a couple of semis back in um it was the early 1900s when i was in no i think it's the semi-finals because we also made the semi was it the semi-final against Wigan a few years ago. Yeah, 2013, we made the semi-final. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I thought we did. Yeah, Chris is saying the same. I thought we got to the final in um, in in about 1912 or something, 1910. 
one in mm. second, yeah, one in second world versus Chelsea, but it was a north and south. So it was a yeah, it was a it was a north and south, and Chelsea beat us, and then they went on. I think they went on to play someone else. Oh, so it's slightly so it's slightly won. different then because it's not the FA Cup final. No, it was the FA. Game, they... Yeah, but it, no, it's a pre-war. I think it was because of the war. It was there. We go. 1937 was a record breaker because no, that ain't it. I don't know if that is it actually. No, not the FA Cup. Some other final, wasn't it? Yeah. No, the, we've only been, I'm sure, we've only been to the FA Cup final once. Because otherwise, would it have been as, I know, obviously not, if we did it back in the 90s, then, you know, not many people would have been around to see it. But I don't, I can't. 1945. It was a 19, yes, it, it was 1945 league, uh, football league, war cup, South final. Um, we played We played Chelsea at Wembley and then, um, and they beat us 2-0. And then Chelsea contested a playoff against the winners of the equivalent North final. Um, Bolton Wanderers trophy is now on display in the Chelsea Museum at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, I've, I've just one final. I knew to, yeah. I had, I had it in my head of of something back in that time, and I couldn't. I know that we had a massive final semi finals. I know that. So yeah, the semi final appearances prior in the FA Cup prior to two thousand and four. Were 1900, 1903, and 1937. Then we did it yeah. in 2004, and then obviously yeah. we did it again in 2013 when um, we played Wigan and Callum McManaman basically tore us apart. He ruined our lives. 90,000 people attended at the old Wembley Football League War Cup final. There you go. Yeah, but, yeah, that's it. So, yeah, that's what we should do. Fuck by Dylan Skinner. We should get you to do it, and also Gary Alexander. See if you can recreate Gary Alexander's amazing volley. So, um, yeah, I think that's it, gents. I think we're pretty much there, mate. Um, so, yeah, that was yeah, that was another great atmosphere at Wembley. Well, at the old Wembley. It was until the 99th yeah. minute or wherever it was. I was yeah. only a kid and it was an absolute heartbreak. Yeah. Should've yeah, no, that, it was it was that... Um, Mike, yeah, no, it was. It was the war one. It was only because I think I got the program or I, I was looking at the program the other day to buy it and I posted it somewhere and then some other fella went, yeah, you might have got to the final, but you got beat. And then from a Chelsea fan and then we went on and won it. So, um, yeah, you might have took, 90, you know, you might have been part of the 90,000 crowd, but you fucking lost. Um, so, yeah, but hey-ho. Um, anything you want to say, boys? Just from me, just uh, you touched on it earlier on in the show. Who are you? Uh, I'm looking at recording. We're going to tr want to try and get a few of those recorded. It's 20 questions. It's literally this format. Obviously, it's not live. It's just me. It would be me and yourself. Um, if you're interested, if you're interested in taking part in the interviews, drop me a message on on uh, Twitter or email the pod, and we'll sort out a. We'll sort out a recording, but um, yeah, if you if you're interested, please please There's get in contact. The emails in the thingy info at thatmillpodcast.co.uk. Um, we will get a who are you um, one or, or Stephen's one set up shortly for it. Um, and again, Kelly, Danny, um, those people are you know in. I mean, even Daily Millwall, you'd be a good one on there, mate. You you're you must have loads of stories. It's good to have a good mixture between young and old. Um, 
yeah, obviously, if you've only been supporting Millwall for three years, then it's not necessarily going to be that great. But if you've been supporting them, I mean, I mean, some of the questions are just like, you know, what's your favourite, you know, what's your favourite ever kit? What's your favourite player? Best memory, etc., etc. And you get some of the good stories, you know, like um, TT's one, if you've not seen it, which is one what I did probably a year and a half, two years ago. But, you know, TT, who does the Millwall drive home, he um, couldn't get a ticket for the Oldham, um, I think it was the Oldham game, so at home, and he couldn't get a ticket. So basically, he'd done stewarding at the club and thought that he'd be able to blag his way in um, and went to the ground dressed in a shirt and trousers after, obviously, all the other stewards had got there, knocked on the door, got let in, uh, and then went round and collected his dad, brought his dad in, and then walked him round the inside, around the stadium, and then basically they disappeared into the stand and watched the game. Um, so yeah, you know, there are there are things. Um yeah, we might have to do that, you know, Andrew. I think that could so be quite, that Christmas, quite that funny. Christmas thing. No, maybe, you know, at some point in the, I don't know if we could fucking do it now. By the time we all organise to be somewhere, mate, it'd be fucking dark. We'd be playing <laughs> on a we'd be playing on fucking Hackney Marsh, mate, in the dark, trying to fucking get a, a dark ball coming towards you to, to pull off a We'd do it, but we wouldn't have the lights and we'd just tell people, yes, we've done a Gary Alexander volley, <laughs> but you wouldn't be able to see it. Um, and there's no way I'll be re recreating Kale's taking my top off and run around while it's about minus four. Um, that ain't going to happen. So, um, so yeah. Um, thank you very much. Um, about a demolition away to Cardiff, we can dream, right? Yeah, no, listen, no harm in dreaming. So um, We'll get Ben on there to do that for us. Yeah. I totally agree with you there, Alex. I think Dave Martin is a cunt. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I think that's it from us. Um, yeah. Keep following us. Make sure you subscribe um, because it helps us with the um, algorithm within YouTube and gets us in front of more people. Uh, keep an eye on our socials. Um, we are going to be doing. Keep an eye on the YouTube, um, our, our Instagram. If you're not already following us, get on there. There is going to be a couple of competitions going out this week. Um, sorry, one sec. Yes, they are. They keep pricks like Dave Martin fucking in our minds. So, um, yeah. Oh, just my, while, wait, wait a minute. Um, while you're so, on yeah. the panel, Mickey, can we just remind people about the 16th as well? Yeah, yeah, I will do. Don't panic. I've got that here. Don't panic. Don't panic. So we are going to do um, some giveaways. Um, we've got... I've got a couple of them. I've got them all here ready to post out. So, yeah. So we've got some of these. Obviously, they are still wrapped up, so I'm not going to open them. With the Christmas decorations in, uh, each one has a different um, image on it. It comes like so. There we go. So one of these, we'll be doing these. We were offering these for sale not long ago, um, for 20 quid a pop. And um, you're welcome. Uh, and they're you great. That comment. And um, Dan has been a real star host with the most. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, and then we've got these, potentially. These are slightly bigger. And these are, excuse me, it's got my name on it. So we've got quite a few different bits and pieces 
potentially coming as prizes some um, for next year. So you need to you need to look at um, making sure that you subscribe and follow us and uh, and keep up. So um, yeah, don't worry, we'll get a special badge for Dan. Um, and I think let's go. As Stevens put there, so yeah. I, I do think that if if I can suggest this, Mickey, that Dan being the host can can see us out with an outro and a and an inspirational message for the listeners for their he week for Cardiff. He can listen, gents. Oh, God, we God, are okay. we are going to be uh, in Harry's Park on the sixteenth. If you want to come and have a beer with us, have a chat. We we'll obviously be talking um, about the game. We'll probably video some of it. We'll probably put it out as content we'll be about. If you want to come and see us, come and see us. I think it is going to be about four of us there, maybe five of us. Um, but it'll be good we'll to drag have Joe a... along. We'll, yeah. we'll get Channel 4 to cancel Married at First Sight and then he'll come. Yeah, that's it. And I think it'll be, um, it'll be a good, it'll be a, a good show. Um, while Dan's doing his quick monologue out, those of you who are left in the chat, just put, um, would you like Dan to lead Friday's show? Yes I don't know if I'm no. about Friday yet, so I have to wait. Oh. If, I, if I say yes, but don't fucking stitch me up. <laughs> so you might just have me. We're just if it is just me, then we're just we're just watching old game instead. So we? we'll, <laughs> we'll take the copyright strike for it. Um, yeah. yeah, no. Hopefully, everyone has enjoyed uh, listening and being a part of it. As ever, thank you everyone for the comments. It's been uh, been great to see everyone still with us after hour and fifty. Here we go. I'm getting stitched right up again. Um, yeah, thank you very much. As always, follow us on the old social medias, the YouTube and stuff. Um, and we'll look to get something up in midweek for all of you. And um, Mickey will retweet from the pod account, but I will also be on Gab Sutton's EFL show on Wednesday evening. Um, but until then, I mean, I might be here Friday if I'm if I'm around. It's that kind of Christmas party drinking season now, isn't it? So um, we'll have to wait and see if I'm around. So if I am, then yes, um, I don't mind hosting if Mickey uh, gives me the power to. So, yeah, we'll leave it with that. Bring Mickey back in quickly. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.